The CEO of a top Bitcoin exchange warns a crackdown on cryptocurrencies may be coming. So governments around the world may start to clamp down on the use of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, the CEO of a top crypto exchange has warned. A number of officials from U.S. Treasury Secretary Jeanette Yellen to European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde have sounded the alarm about the use of Bitcoin for money laundering, terrorist financing, and other illegal activities. I think there could be some crackdown, Jesse Powell, CEO of Kraken, told CNBC in an interview. Cryptocurrencies have surged in value lately, with Bitcoin hitting a record high price of more than $61,000 last month. The world's most valuable digital coin was last trading Monday at around $60,105. Kraken is the world's fourth largest digital currency exchange in terms of trading volume. The firm is considering going public through a direct listing similar to Coinbase next year after achieving record trading volumes in the first quarter, CNBC reported last week. Coinbase is set to go public on Wednesday and could be valued as, at as much as $100 billion, more than major trading venue operators like Intercontinental Exchange, owner of the New York Stock Exchange, Crypto investors are hailing the company's stock market debut as a major milestone for the industry after years of skepticism from Wall Street and regulators. Still, Kraken's chief thinks regulatory uncertainty around crypto isn't going away anytime soon. A recent anti-money laundering rule proposed by the U.S. government would require people who hold the crypto in a private digital wallet to undergo identity checks if they make transactions of $3,000 or more. Now, here's the thing. I think it's going to be interesting because I don't know how the U.S. is really going to interact when it comes to... uh, cryptocurrency now the reason why i say that yes janet yellen has been basically negative towards bitcoin cryptocurrency now what's also interesting is that i'm pretty certain the federal reserve is potentially trying to make their own digital currency so it might be something in the future where basically if you've ever seen pretty much any sci-fi show or movie when it deals with like space or something where there's like almost like a global currency that everyone uses. I kind of think that the U S dollar might potentially be replaced by something like that created by the U S government and is basically forced down everyone's throat to end up using in the future. That's something that I think potentially could happen and i'm talking like years and years and years and years and years into the future right and it's going to be an interesting uh, transition right these are going to basically have to replace the u.s dollar with it or basically do something similar as the u.s dollar like it might they might just end up getting to a situation where paper money may no longer be allowed in the u.s government and they just end up turning basically the dollar into like its own digital currency, just like automatically transitioning it. That could be a potential thing. P- 
because a lot more people are not using cash, right? A lot more people are using debit cards, but they're not necessarily, not necessarily using any cash. And there's also sometimes risk when it comes to using cash where you might be getting a counterfeit bill when you get change back, right? Like a good example like this would be like, oh, you spend like 30 bucks at a gas station. Well, you basically spend 20 bucks to fill up your car at a gas station, but you use, uh, I guess the, that's kind of like a wrong way to put it. Okay, you fill up your gas tank and it costs you $10 but you only got a $20 bill, right? So you get $10 back, but the $10 back might be a counterfeit $10 bill, and then you could end up using that at like a store, like Publix, Walmart, all that kind of stuff, and it's a fraudulent dollar, and you could get in trouble for that if you're not careful or if the people don't understand and all this other stuff. So there's a lot less people using cash for one of those reasons, right? Where, you know, there is a chance of basically you using fake money. Even though technically everything's kind of already fake in a sense. But it's going to be interesting, right? I feel like the U.S., especially if politics keeps leaning more and more left, that they're going to potentially end up controlling or trying to control cryptocurrency because they want to prevent people from actually having freedom when it comes to their own money, right? Because think about it. If the rich were to put money into cryptocurrency, they can't really get taxed. Because if they do everything private, how is the government going to end up taxing them if they don't know where their money actually is or how much they actually get paid? For example, I mean, I'm just using this as an example. Somebody like Jeff Bezos could potentially put like 90 or he could potentially get like paid from Amazon in cryptocurrency of a cryptocurrency that is not on basically in the exchange but basically gets paid in like private coin you know in a private wallet with a coin that's not listed on like the main exchanges like Coinbase or Binance or uh Voyager or Gemini or Kraken which by the way you could check out Coinbase to start getting invested into cryptocurrency for fun. But it's going to be very hard for the government or any government to really hammer down on it. Like A good example of this is I believe India is actually already made it illegal or is trying to make it like illegal for people to actually own cryptocurrency or even transact with cryptocurrency and all this other stuff, right? Simply having a wallet with cryptocurrency, I believe is illegal in India, right? But is that really going to stop anyone from actually doing it? Because if the government doesn't know where you have your money, how are they going to end up punishing you when they don't know where your money is, right? So that's one way to think about it. I know that they're trying to do it to try to prevent people from trying to probably skirt taxes and all that kind of stuff, right? But... If anyone any, if anyone wants to really transact with anything above board in, in the most simple way possible, they're always going to end up bringing it back to basically the main currency, which is 
United States dollar, which means they're pretty much always going to get taxed, right? At least right now, that's basically what's going to happen. Unless you like live in like Singapore or all that kind of stuff, right? Where you don't have to like list any of your income like sources to basically uh, how much money you actually have to Singapore. You just got to basically pay like I think a flat ten percent tax on your income. So basically, you could have like a billion dollars into cryptocurrency, and as long as you don't have like an income. You don't even have to actually pay taxes, right? You could just use that cryptocurrency since it's like cash and just literally buy whatever you want and never actually have income. So there's ways around this, like going to a different country and all this other stuff. But I just find it interesting that the government's even trying to do something like this. So something like that could really hurt crypto and kind of kill the original use case, which was just to make financial services accessible to everyone, Powell said. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin have often been associated with illicit activities due to the fact that people transacting with it are synonymous. You can see where funds are being sent, but not who sent or received them. Although, good example, Logan Paul, that uh, YouTuber dude, he was stupid in the sense that because of how big of an individual he is when it comes to uh, viewership, his influence, and all that kind of stuff, I believe he showed his ETH wallet, in a sense, well, basically his address, so people can literally track how much money he has within that wallet or like on that address like what's actually being transacted how much money he's got all this other stuff like you can see where he sends it what he does with it basically so that's kind of like a iffy situation so if you don't share that with anyone no one's we're going to actually know so there are signs that the use of crypto for nefarious purposes may be falling so illicit activity accounted for just 0.34 percent of all crypto transaction volume last year according to blockchain analysis from Chain Analysis. That was down from roughly 2% a year earlier. I hope that the U.S. and international regulators don't take too much of a narrow view on this, Powell said. Some other countries, China especially, are taking crypto very seriously and taking a very long-term view. For example, right, you may not know this, but China is actually, I think China actually owns more than 50% of the Bitcoin in the world. I'm pretty certain that's actually the case. Like they own a crazy amount of Bitcoin, and also they're controlling a large amount of the miners that actually get the Bitcoin. So Kraken CEO said he feels the U.S. is more short-sighted than other nations and susceptible to the pressures of incumbent legacy businesses, in other words, the banks, that stand to lose from crypto becoming a big deal. I also think it might be too late, Powell added. Maybe the genie's out of the bottle and just trying to ban it at this point would make it more attractive. It would certainly send a message that the government sees this as a superior alternative to their own currency. The U.S. isn't the only country considering strict new rules on crypto. Yep, in India, for example, the government is considering a law that would ban cryptocurrencies and penalize anyone holding or trading them. And they're like, if they haven't done it like at the time of this recording, they're doing it like they're getting like really, really close in India. 
Feel free to become a member, support this kind of like news business commentary in the description. Check out 40inbox.com to master money, personal finance lessons, personal finance courses. Contact us with your personal finance question or story. By the way, you can also listen to the 40inbox.com podcast or the 40inbox stories for like clips of personal finance stories or the YouTube channel that we're going to put these episodes on of 40inbox.com where they're going to be like the long form uh, personal finance stories things we're going to basically turn 40inbox.com the youtube channel and the podcast into more of a long form podcast of just personal finance stories but if you just want like quick fixes just check out the 40inbox stories on youtube and you can just see like little clips and episodes of that as well